mother. Cousins? I'm your son. <laughs> it's me. Hello. Hello? Hello. <laughs> A roll call uh, is I, Cousin Mark, uh, host of Space Trash, along with my co-host, Allison Marie Conway. It is I, Allison Marie Conway. Welcome to Space Trash. We have such a special guest, VIP guest this week. We certainly do. Um, It is none other than Cousin Frank. Thank you. Hello. Thank you for joining us. We're so happy to have you. Oh, thanks for having me. This is a big honor. Oh, well, the, the honor is ours. Yes, Frank, we're huge fans. Oh, not not a biggest fan as me, huh? <laughs> all right. We've heard yeah, all a lot of this. <laughs> We've heard all about your important work down at the lab. Yeah, down at Jefferson, you know, just trying to cure cancer one day at a time. Well, I'm I say. for one am proud. Oh, yeah. Frank, you're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to get into some religious topics. Oh, no. <laughs> Amen. So, speaking of religious talks, the Chromatica Oreos. This is an important first topic for, I, I feel this is the right audience um, for the three of us to get into the, the latest edition of Oreo Cookie. The, Which was launched by none other than Lady Gaga. Yes. I, I had one the other day at work. Uh, my co-worker brought them in. And <laughs> I will say they are the best cookie I've ever had. Are you wow. kidding me? I that is quite an endorsement. It is. It was a very good cookie. I looked it up and it. It turns out it's just a golden Oreo dyed pink and green Uh, somehow somehow like when you have the colors and it's it's just a solid cookie so i had this is the first time i've ever heard of this what is different about it just the food coloring okay so it's colored (laughs) yes (laughs) okay all right so it's just a plain vanilla oreo but i don't know (laughs) because <laughs> they say um when like if you dye a lemon lime soda purple and people taste it people think it's grape just because it's associated with the color mm. so i think that has something to do with it so does it taste like cherry or strawberry or my co-worker said strawberry okay Mark, can you taste things? Do you have COVID? <laughs> Good question. This is how you find out. But it was a very good <laughs> They cookie. just give you a Lady Gaga cookie, and then if you can <laughs> taste it, you're clear. Yep. That's right. It doesn't matter that the USA has run out of testing kits, because now we have these Oreos. Thank good. Lady Gaga, thank you for this. <laughs> She's incredible. Ugh. Well, I haven't had one, and Frank hasn't even heard of them till now. So, <laughs> so, 
So we're off to a great start. (laughs) (laughs) I was just curious when I saw them. I was like, wonder what the heck that tastes like. It looks, it's very like electric, electric colored. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. I'm just looking it up now. This is, it's very brightly colored. Wow. Yeah. What's it called again? I think it's, I mean, I just Googled Lady Gaga Oreo. Yeah, uh, I think it's called Chromatica after her latest album. Yes, you are Have right. You heard the album? Has anyone heard the album? I think I listened to it. I once. didn't know she had an album. <laughs> hmm. We'll do better research for the next, for the next time we talk about Cookie. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, that's exciting. That's so exciting. And... It's the perfect segue into our second topic, which is super exciting, which is the fact that Cousin Mark was an officiant at a wedding ceremony just yesterday. Yes, I certainly was. Um, yes, our my cousin, Allie's brother, Frank's uncle, got married. And godfather. Oh, yeah. And godfather. Um, I'd like to talk about that as a religious topic. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Well, it did have to get ordained. So I don't know if that makes me an actual minister. Oh, Reverend Mark Thackeray. (laughs) Wait, are you Reverend Mark Thackeray Jr.? I I might be. Oh, no. You have to start signing your name like that. I should. When they have adoption, <laughs> where they put like Mister Doctor, just throwing rep- Reverend. Well, I must. I am very curious. First of all, the whole the whole thing was just absolutely outstanding to to see. But um, how do you become? How did you become able to marry a couple? Like, what does that take? Um. Not a lot. You go to <laughs> you go to getordained.org. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a big button that says register to get register for your license. And then okay. you fill in the information and then immediately you're ordained. No kidding. <laughs> just like that. Yep. <laughs> and are you limited to just Pennsylvania? Like I I'm sure I'm sure the law isn't that that steady. Pretty much anyone can do it. Okay. Did you have to pay? Uh no, I do have to pay to get a physical card like that says I'm ordained. Okay. But other than <laughs> that the traveling pastor. Physical, like a medical physical. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just to make sure that you're <laughs> You don't want to be a ghost or dating people. Well, that's so lovely. What an honor, Cousin Mark. And due to COVID, of course, the ceremony was quite small. Yes, and distanced. So, but it was very nice. Um, Cousin Owen and his now wife, Heather. Shout out to them. Cousin Heather. (laughs) Um, Cousin Heather. With with the children, they made an 
igloo on their front lawn. And it was a ama- it was an amazing igloo, like an igloo that was tall enough for them all to stand within. Yeah. So yeah, um, so they all stood inside, and and I did a little a little speech, and they both said I do, and and I handed them the marriage license I had signed, <laughs> and yeah, and they're married. And now it's official. This is such a COVID wedding ceremony. I mean, it wasn't even supposed to happen, but it was like my brother turned 40 on February 3rd. Yeah, it was. And also got married on his 40th birthday on his front lawn in a homemade snow globe. It's a heck of a birthday present. Mm, Amazing. And Mark, you made it happen. I did. Me and with my Mark. with my roommate's printer. Uh, shout out to Chris Foodie. Oh, Foodie! Here come through. Yep, he printed them out for me. So much, much love. What's a printer. <laughs> but yeah, it turned out to be really nice and. I'm honored and so happy that they let me be a part of it. Yes. And one day, one day, hopefully soon, hopefully in September, we all get to party together. Yes. For the actual wedding Mm. throwdown. Um, It's, it's. Mark, I still have some questions about your reverence certificate here. (laughs) I, I really think we should talk some more about sure. this. Like <laughs> what what do you want? Like how long does it last? Are, are you good for life or <laughs> like a continuing education? Or? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's good for life. <laughs> There's wow. really I mean someone should look at this honestly. <laughs> you should get a lawyer on this. <laughs> We're going to have cousin Kate on, and we're gonna get into it. But like, what is your? Did you get ordained on February third, or did you do like was it? Uh, I had done it, I think, in uh, either October or November. So okay, okay, all right. I think I feel like they would have. There's a- they would have contacted me by now if it didn't go through. So. <laughs> There was an incubation period. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to work there for 90 days before before you get yes. <laughs> Are before there... you get full rights. Wow. That's kind of cool. Maybe that's something you could get into. Like, did you feel like it must feel pretty lovely to marry two people? Like, It is. I really like because it's a way to be Mark, a part of it. Cousin Mark, are oh, you there? Can you hear me? Yes, there you okay. go. Okay. You're good. Yes, but yeah, I like I like it because I get attention, but <laughs> but I don't have to be yeah. in the bridal. Well, I mean, you're you're kind of the center of the whole ceremony there. I mean, you're really the Like I'm I'm not saying I upstage the bride, but <laughs> Oh, 
But I don't think it will be out of line. No, no. Okay. Heather looked absolutely you don't think that's overstepping? Heather looked lovely. <laughs> but she did. She looked absolutely stunning. As did the whole family. They were all coordinated the with their tartan flat um plaid. <laughs> it was very nice. I liked being there. Yeah. Well you're a very um calming presence mark you're you're like the bridge you bridge the two hearts together yeah i like looking at it like that <laughs> Mhm. so now we have another cousin in the family we do keep them keep them coming <laughs> <laughs> but not Everybody too quick relax <laughs> frank relax <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Frank needs to get through medical school. <laughs> That's true. Or graduate school. Graduate school, I mean. Yeah. Frank, you need to get through law yeah, school. And, and cure yeah. the pandemic. <laughs> Single-handedly. Yes. Well, that's uh, that's lovely. So that's how you do it if you want to offic- officiant a wedding. You go online and then you're good to go. And then you can marry people. It's kind of nice. Yep. Gotta, gotta love the go. 21st century. Mm. You can do everything online mm. now. I was, I was thinking this pandemic is going to change people's entrepreneurial spirit. Like, for instance, my husband is taking this online yoga class. Okay. So who's the set, right? Like the the woman who teaches the class can teach any unlimited number of people now. Yeah. Because there's no studio to go in. Because everything's through Zoom now. Yeah. So why go back to a small studio that's limited when you could have like international students? Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see like even after everyone's vaccinated how things have changed like how much we'll realize yeah yeah like what we want to go back to and what we don't want to go back to yeah because sure i'm thinking like how many jobs are just going to go full virtual now right even for instance earlier this week major snowstorm on the east coast we had like feet of snow and so it was like virtual school like do snow days even still exist is that a thing you can work from home yeah i i didn't get a snow day you did not frank i did not it was all online there right. you go Same see for I- me I- home but i was online working yeah i had to i had to i had to take a snow day because i couldn't get out and then i lost power (gasps) oh no yeah we there was a lot of games of settlers of Catan played oh my gosh (laughs) you didn't have heat then yeah we i actually stayed over uh, our neighbor's house the one night um because Yeah, she was shout out to 
Kate Peters, uh, cousin Kate. <laughs> not not our cousin Kate. The other cousin Kate. The other cousin Kate. Thank oh. thank you for letting me stay at your house. <laughs> that was very generous in these dangerous times. Yeah, but we got through it. We have heat now. Um, but yeah, I just skipped two days of work. So. Oh wow! That's why did I need... you build? Wow. We did not. Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, what an adventure you had. I did. It's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. Wow. I feel like we said that every it's been a week. <laughs> every podcast episode we're like, well, it's been a week. It had well, it's been two weeks, actually. It's been... <laughs> That's probably why it feels like such a long week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you record every two weeks, it feels like a long week. But for sure, I'm so glad that everything, you know, worked out and you were safe. Yeah. So it's a good time to count your blessings. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. It's very religious of you to say I'm, that. I'm feeling the Lord tonight. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I, yeah. As an ordained right. minister. Mark, you have a, <laughs> a rousing spiritual presence this evening, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we should make note, right? I'm in the presence of a reverend and a notary. Oh. I was a little disappointed as a a notary public myself I was a little disappointed that the marriage certificate did not have to be notarized right I would have thought it shouldn't be that easy I feel like (laughs) seriously the the things that I notarize are so much less important than a marriage license (laughs) (laughs) I think that's why that's probably why it's so easy because marriage is usually 99.9% of the time a good thing. So that's why uh... they're like, let's let anyone do it. <laughs> I see. Why are we keeping it's people? Really... It's a pleasure. It's not really a high stakes situation. Yeah. <laughs> people get accidentally married all the time. Yeah. But yeah. Well, anyway, maybe next time. Maybe I'll get to notarize something for those guys in the future. I'm hopeful. I I believe you. You're a family notary. I mean, I'm here for you. If anybody needs, you know, advice or guidance. You're an employee of the people, Mom. What can I say? I'm a servant of the people. That's exactly right. That's a, it's a service position. Yes, it is. And me, I don't know what the hell I do. <laughs> <laughs> you bring people together. You bring hearts together. I like that. Oh. Trying to figure out how to... Um, slide into this topic about Seth Rogen's writing advice. Right. 
and I didn't there's really no set there you go (laughs) Allie you just did it (laughs) my first segue my first successful segue usually cousin Mark does the segue I do I thing is I don't know can you hear me now yes okay so I can't have them both open at the same time um but Seth Rogen's writing advice. Um, so yeah, this was from a tweet, I believe. He's really active on the Twitter now, or else I'm just newly paying attention to him because he got he got into this mode where like Seth Rogen, who's like I would say a comedic actor, writer, yeah, comedic writer. I mean, he's a lot of things. He's a talented man, but all of a sudden he started like laying into uh, what's his name, Ted Cruz, a politician. Right, out of out of nowhere it seemed, but it was all yeah. Like I agreed with him. <laughs> yeah, so all of a sudden he's just like everybody's talking about the fact that Seth Rogen's going after Ted Cruz, like mercilessly which is fantastic but then so in the middle of reading you know like scrolling through twitter as one does uh i see that seth rogan is like hey i'm on twitter for the next 30 minutes i'll give out writing advice ask me questions and it was like gold like he's a hilarious and generous and lovely person i feel like Did we lose Mark? Oh my gosh. Where is cousin Mark? Is he on the roof? Can you hear me now? Is he on the roof? Is he oh, in a basement? Hello? hello? Cousin Mark, are you in a... He went Rogan. Can you hear me now? Cousin Mark, are you okay? Hello? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Mark, blink twice if you're in trouble. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god nobody panic i forget what we were talking about <laughs> um i was just i was going on and on about how seth rogan is like a generous and lovely person because he just was like giving random writing advice that was really good yeah he's he seems like a cool and guy he seems really cool and he's very funny and um one of the things that struck me about what he said was um, somebody asked him, like, how do you beat writer's block? I think was Ooh, the question. Yeah. Okay. Which ever, that's always the go-to question, right? For writers, like, how do you beat writer's block? And his response was, I honestly am entertained by my own creations. Like, he genuinely just gets a kick out of himself (laughs) I thought that's so um, freeing like if you just if you're entertained by yourself then you're not censoring yourself and you're not berating yourself you're just like literally having a good time yeah and I feel like when I get in the flow of writing that's exactly what it's like Mm mhm yes so that's very good advice, Seth Rogen. Yes. Yeah, so any writers out there, because I know a lot of our listeners are writers, songwriters, poetry writers, yada, yada. <laughs> if you find 
Rogan. Scientist writers. Scientist writer. Hey, it's a thing. We write grants all day long to stay funded. Yes. And Frank has earned acclaim from many a professor for his writing. Frank. Yes, that is true. Mm -hmm. You're a natural. It runs in the family. It does run in the family. I mean, for sure it does. We're, We're all writers in our own way. That and high blood pressure. <laughs> I drink like a pot of coffee every morning. Um, I feel like that helps helps one along. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So hop on Twitter, find Seth Rogen. I think forget what his handle is. No. Uh, but um, good guy. Really, really good guy. Funny yeah. guy. It's funny and that his... we're all writers in our own way. Mm-hmm. Allie, when did you first know that you were a writer? Mm, Five-star segue. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Score. I wasn't prepared for this question yet, but all right. Took a little detour, a little, little uh, mixing it up a little oh, bit. Oh, did I not follow that? So this was a question. This was a question that I don't know why I was thinking about it, but I think it's so fascinating when you speak to another writer and you ask them, like, how or when did you know that you were a writer? And I feel like for me, like, I can remember vividly being a 10-year-old kid and nothing made me, like, feel happier than, like, sneaking off to my bedroom and, like, purple and pink gel pens writing poetry in a notebook and it was like no other feeling that I ever had and it kind of like stuck with me for the rest of my life like until this day it's still like the most fulfilling feeling for me to do that but I didn't always know that not everybody felt that way do you know what I mean like it took me a while to realize that that was something that I feel innately comes naturally to me but not everyone feels that way yeah it's in i think it's a certain way of thinking and even for me i love wordplay and like how phrases can be phrased Uh, Mm -hmm. for example that was not phrasing well (laughs) (laughs) but i think yeah, it's interesting how with what Seth Rogen said, um, I feel like I write things that I find to be entertaining, like yes. in my scripts and in my stand-up. I think it's very, I write the jokes that I would want to hear, mm-hmm. and I think that's really important. And it's- Yes. I don't know. Yeah, it is freeing. Yeah, like if you um, if you think about once I was listening to a podcast with um, Elizabeth Gilbert who wrote Eat, Pray, Love mm. and somebody She's our guest <laughs> she, <next> <laughs> she and Frank go way back. She'll be like good old Liz. Cousin Liz. Cousin Liz, you're invited. <laughs> 
But someone called in and said, I'm, you know, I've always loved writing, but I have writer's block and I don't know what to do. And I try to like force myself. And Liz was like, no, don't like make yourself not write for three days to a week. Like you're not allowed to write anything. Oh. And see what happens. And what ended up happening was this woman like couldn't go that long without writing something, even if it was bad. She was like, I couldn't not write. Wow. Yeah. Like, I thought that was kind of a cool opposite approach. Like, okay, don't write anything then. And then there's something as a writer that's in you that if you don't, if you're not writing, you can't function. Like you can't think about anything else. Mm, yeah. Wow. That's a good way to think about it. I don't know. I think that was funny. What's that, Frank? No, it's yeah. just interesting. Huh? Frank, in your approach to writing a grant, how... Sure. Well, yeah. I don't write a grant, but... So, <laughs> we can go through the process. Why not, right? So, my boss is someone who has the same training that I had, and he sits in his office and writes grants off of the, um, you know, data that I produce. Okay. If yes. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I don't know how much creative writing that is, but it's definitely still a skill. Like, I do think there's oh. technical writing, but is it also creative? Oh, I think it's very creative because, I mean, you have to... Uh, you know, the figures that I produce are only as good as the way someone interprets Ooh, them. Interesting. Okay. Because, I mean, I could show you a picture of anything, but it really doesn't mean anything unless it's in context. Right. Yeah. Right. So it shapes the way people understand. Sure. Well, these are fellow scientists reading it, but you have to um, convince them that what you're doing is, is somehow novel or beneficial to global health in a way. So it's telling a story. In a sense. Frank, just go with it. It's, pers <laughs> <laughs> it's persuasive. Like, I think that's a skill to be able to be clear and concise and lead someone to a conclusion like that's it makes me think of um you know like anybody who has an online business or is communicating the benefits of something you have to be able to write copy you have to be able to sell something or market something understand your audience tell them what they are looking to hear yeah. it yeah it's crazy how little we think about writing because we're so used to just reading it. Yes, that's so true. Mm. That's so true. Well, a lot of things are visual now, right? Like Instagram, super visual. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a YouTube star. We're oh. mm. on Reddit. 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 Have you been been on reddit are you guys on reddit? i am on reddit and i will say i will I say there reddit. are a lot of different parts of reddit and yeah so you can look up a subreddit for anything 
So it's like animal pictures and then also Wall Street bets, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, which is not, I was on Reddit like years and years ago. I tried it out and I just wasn't getting traction there. Like it just didn't seem like the place to be for a poetic creative writer. Yeah. But I don't know that I was using it correctly or not. Yeah, you do have to. Well, you're not a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> so that tells you something. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. I. However, they figured it out. Like, they all banded together. They said, okay, we're all going to buy stock in GameStop. Yeah. And it, it worked. And it worked. I mean, I think it's absolutely it fantastic. <laughs> what do you think? Like, just because they all got together and did it? Yeah. I mean, this is all this is all public information, right? They they didn't do anything wrong. They they, the they did what the stock there. market was built for, right? Exactly. The right like this is like anything a lot of times the information is in front of us it's just a matter of yeah just untapping it to do it and it, it's fantastic exactly like and it's funny that the app that they all used was called robin hood <laughs> yeah. which was and this is what robin hood is built for right right it's an amateur investing app so that way you you can um, yeah you know invest your own money this I feel like this is gonna become the next thing almost in a way. Like this so completely made history. To, mess with the, to start messing with the stock market. Yeah, because I guess since everyone's been reading up so much on income inequality and whatnot, and they're and the rich person answer to that is just invest in the stock market. Lo and behold, we did it. And now they're angry at us. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. I think there's... Uh, so, there, like, there's so much uh, trust there, right? Like, we trust... Like, I'm thinking, at a certain point, people trust like their investments to get them through retirement or whatever. So you're kind of screwing with people who aren't necessarily bad, evil, greedy, rich people. So there's got to be some sort of balance there, but it, it throws into question everyone's trust in predicting the stock oh, market. That is Right. So if you want to play devil's advocate, right, if we kept doing this, there would be artificial inflation of these companies. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I guess that, I, I don't know, this would be a question for cousin <laughs> her, yeah. my grandfather, your father, cousin your uncle, cousin none of our cousins. But I don't know if that would raise inflation of the whole economy. And then you're paying twenty thousand dollars for a loaf of bread right you know? right right like at, at what point like i guess the question is what did 
they what did they prove by doing this they proved that there's other people out there besides the uber investment savvy rich people i feel it like i think this was more a stick it to the man mm-hmm. kind of yeah. kind of experiment, if you will. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, now that we know that this can happen, people are going to have to fix the system to be more fair. I think. Yeah, it ra- right. It raises the question of what is fair. Yeah. What is fair? And I would also raise the question: What is Robin Hood's role in all of this? Because Robin Hood is the gateway for you know, any person on the street to start investing in the stock market. So what if Robinhood sees that people are investing, you know, $500,000 each in some company that's about to go under? What should Robinhood stop? Right. Right. I don't know. It's wild. I don't know the answer to that. Like, who's who should be policing this, and what is their end goal? What is, like, the ethics of it? Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's it's public, right? The stock market is public, and that's what it's meant for. So you see both sides yeah. of it. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, especially when so many businesses are being affected by COVID. Yeah, that is so true. So, like, do we... Absolutely. Do we, as consumers, invest in these businesses? Like, put our money where our mouth is for brand loyalty? Ooh, or, like, to save Gillian's Wonderland Exactly. Wow, that is a really important topic because i don't know if you guys know this but (laughs) one of the main reasons that cousin frank has joined us tonight is because he is is, an angry citizen he's an outrage citizen i am (laughs) angry doesn't even begin doesn't even begin to express my deep felt we know right, you're walk us through it. We know know. You're out. Everybody just take a deep yes. breath. Frank, can you walk us through the situation <laughs> about what's happening in Ocean City? <laughs> so me and a bunch of guys got on Reddit. <laughs> and <laughs> we would t- no. So the world renowned, right, after 90 years of operation, Gilligan's, 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 Wonderland, right? Notion City is in foreclosure. Foreclosure. Which is also, which is also named after the mayor, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my gosh, cousin mayor Jay Gillian. All right. And yeah. I mean, it is it is truly a landmark in Ocean it City, is. right? You're riding your it's bike and at the know, end of the strip, like where the boardwalk shops are. It's at the very yeah. absolutely. absolutely. It's the final stop. I mean, it's like where when you when you rent your Surrey, you're like, we're gonna go all the way to Gillian's Wonderland yeah. Pier. It's probably the first 
some of the first rides I, mean, I went on as a kid. Yes. Uh, exactly. And Mark, if you are if you remember, shout out to cousin Kate and almost cousin Scott. Um, we went on that roller coaster <laughs> there. I forgot about the coaster. <laughs> There's a story there. What happened on that roller coaster? So we were trying there was a new roller coaster at Castaway Cove, which is not as much a landmark on the Ocean City Port. But it has the double shot. Not much a landmark. But it was a few days ago. It recently, Mm. there was recently a fire there. Um, I mean. (laughs) Unexplained. Was it related to Gillian's? Find out at seven. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Story at 11. But we were, so for the roller coaster, um, it was my job to find out how many tickets it took. <laughs> and I go over, I look at the entrance to the ride, and it's like five tickets. And I'm like, great. So I walk over, uh, we buy however many tickets, 20 tickets for the four of us. We step up, <laughs> we climb the steel ladder thing. And as we're going up, we're thinking... The line's pretty short. <laughs> My gosh, I'm so nervous. I'm and... nervous for you guys in line. Okay. Also, the line is very short. I think you're missing important detail here. <laughs> Everyone around us was fairly young to be going on this roller coaster that does, you know, corkscrews and upside down. And My all the God. Right. <laughs> so, I think, when did we find out, Frank? Uh, we found out, like, so it's almost hard to describe, but you don't see the ride, like the actual ride, until you almost round a corner. Okay. And when you round the corner, it's just a couple steps up, and then you practically sit in the cart then, if yeah. that makes sense. So we round the corner, and, you know, there's like two or three people ahead of us, and I think we all just busted out laughing. Oh, no. It was it... not the corkscrew roller coaster, but rather a oh. kiddie coaster. It was the teacups. <laughs> Maybe like a step above. <laughs> <laughs> the angry teacups. I would say it's like that. <laughs> the first roller coaster you go on is like a little kid, like before you're tall enough to go on an actual oh roller coaster. Oh my god! Now, did at this point, did you guys squeeze into it, or what did you do? <laughs> yeah, we we went on it, right? We. <laughs> <laughs> we did go on it. Our <laughs> knees were up to our chin. It, it was fantastic. You know, it wasn't a bad roller coaster. That's... I'll give it that much. <laughs> it was soothing, really. What's the movie where Adam Sandler goes to school with the little <laughs> kids? <laughs> yeah. And he's playing dodgeball and like all the kids are scared. <laughs> Oh, you guys. Well, speaking of school, this is one topic I really wanted to get to, but we haven't Mm, yet. I think we should talk about, yeah, at the final moments, procrastination 
friend or foe. Ooh, procrastination. Ooh. What are your thoughts, cousin Frank, about that? The topic oh, is stress is a great motivator. The topic I, is procrastination, friend or foe. I agree. Okay, go ahead. That. Go on, Frank. Stress is an absolutely good motivator, right? Not, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, got to get it done. I <laughs> so wait. <laughs> so if you wait till the last minute, the last minute stress of needing to get it done is a good motivator. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I yeah, can... yeah, yeah. Okay, and cause I agree. I need a deadline, or I feel like I don't. I will put things off till tomorrow. <laughs> gotcha. Right. I mean, even well, then, do tomorrow. There, we have a whole morning. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like what time tomorrow? Exactly. Hey. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, the reason that I threw this topic out there is because I am a devoted follower of a poet named. Yarsa Daly Ward, who wrote an amazing book called Bone. And on her Instagram, she put up this idea that excuse me, procrastination is the the actual act of procrastinating is a necessary part of the creative process. Mm. Which wasn't some like I didn't think about that like when I think about procrastination Mm. I think about the end of it which is like the stressful I have to put this out at the last minute kind of thing but what she was talking about was like the act of putting something off for a while is all part of the process like you shouldn't berate yourself for that like there's a reason that you just wait and you incubate and you do other things and you sort of let that pressure build up until you're ready. Yeah, huh. Hmm. Hmm. I thought that was kind of an interesting way to like own it. Like as opposed to like, you know, people always feel bad because they're procrastinating, but maybe it's just part of the way you are wired. I like like to think of it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what I was telling myself this week as I <laughs> fumbled to put together a presentation on Wednesday, on Wednesday morning. Were you just screaming, this is how I do my best work, over and over? Yeah. Frank's eating <laughs> the yeah. chromatic Oreos. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. My thing when I was in college was, this is so gross, Mountain Dew... And oh, gummy bears. breakfast of champions. Oh, mm. can you eat that? <laughs> and you're afraid of the COVID vaccine? <laughs> I might already be immune. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mountain Dew. What in God's name even is that? And then you put gummy bears with it? But that's what I used to do. And I would eat and drink them all night as I produced whatever it was I needed to come through yeah. with by morning. I wonder now I'm gonna have to try it. <laughs> Get myself some Harboro gummy bears. 
Oh, those are the, you are mm. right. Those are the best. Yes. Oh, well, that, not that this is any at all related, but actually the presentation I was giving was, uh, they were like inducing oh. obesity in mice. Oh. <laughs> and I don't think it was through Mountain Dew, but <laughs> they had a similar diet. <laughs> diet Mountain Dew? <laughs> did the did the mice get really good at writing poetry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for that show, oh, cousin Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I had one gummy bear when I wrote Luminae. Oh, wow. Can you imagine that? And- I was just glowing on the inside all by myself. <laughs> That's enough to last a lifetime. Without any artificial colors wow. or sweeteners. I've never done it. It really was just something I did in college in the dorms. And it's not something that stuck with me, luckily. Yeah. I I get it. When you're in that college setting, it's they're uh. basically like, all right, here's every snack you could ever want. Go, go nuts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In the college, in like the cafeteria, it was like the hot food being served for dinner. And then there was like all the soda, all the coffee, and then this humongous candy store. Yeah. Like every kind of candy. It was amazing. And no no parental supervision. And that was the worst thing I ever did in college. (laughs) Now let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're in graduate school and there's just vending machines everywhere and a Wawa down the the way. Mm, I do love a Wawa. God, I haven't been to a Wawa in over a year, I think. Almost a year. Wow. Oh, my God. Isn't that great? Yeah. I haven't been to a Wawa in a whole day. Yeah. Do you <laughs> frequent the Wawa, Cousin Mark? Everybody around here, Wawa and Starbucks. The Starbucks near our house. No matter what. Starby. No matter what time of day, what day. The line, the the drive-through line oh, wow. is around the building. It's it's wild. I I Wawa about once a week. Usually get I stock okay. up on Red Bull then. Okay, um, got it. But, but yeah, <laughs> I I typically go to Dunkin' Donuts at lunchtime. Because I've realized the lines are shorter mm. than if I go on my morning break. So, pro okay. tip to all you. Now- all you Duncan heads out there. <laughs> that sounds so good. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> I haven't done Dunkin' Donuts in a long time. I'm gonna do it. Tomorrow. Yes, I I have to I have to agree with Mark on that. So as as you know, I work near a hospital, so there's a lot of nurses and doctors around. And in the morning, at well, let me put it, at eight thirty, um, twelve o'clock or like 
between 4.30 and 5, you, will, you won't be able to get into a Wawa, Dunkin' Donuts, or Starbucks anywhere. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Those are the, the busy hours. So everyone needs their... How about... Well, especially oh, yeah. when you have doctors and nurses, you know. Yeah, don't they get free coffee and stuff? Oh, yeah. Shout out to Starbucks. Um, right, that was in December. Any essential employee was able to get a free small Oof. coffee, I think. Mm. A free small coffee. Starbucks, if you're coffee. listening and want to yeah. open a Conchahawken location. Oh my goodness, that's right. We're covering multiple locations this evening. We've got Center City. We've got Conchahawken. We've got yeah. the suburbs. It's all different. But everybody's doing Starbucks. It's the no one thing bringing that. us together. <laughs> that and Lady Gaga cookies. Full circle. Full circle moment. I'm going to have to get myself I, some Gaga I highly cookies. recommend them. And I recommend these. I think we Ooh, eat it for the Super Bowl. Good one. Oh, what are Super Bowl plans? I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> no Super Bowl parties, America. Don't do it. No, right. please don't. But what do you do? I'm just do wondering what my roommates it. are going to do. I imagine sitting in our living room. Um, but I'll be. Okay. Do you guys watch the football I, or do you watch the game? I have begun actually to watch hockey with my roommate. So okay. I don't understand what's going on, but I do like, I realized I do like yelling at things. <laughs> so. Because <laughs> hard. Right. Because when you watch sports, it's allowed. You, you just get to be like, oh, come on, ref. What what are you doing? It's encouraged, which is why Super Bowl parties with strangers and with a lot of people are such a bad idea because people are yelling and screaming oh, and yeah. spittling Definitely. on each other. Good, so good one. Yes, don't do it. Stay with your household and don't go, don't go to bars, don't go to parties. But at the, just relax. At the same, so Frank. So Frank can get at the same time. Make your own party with your own pod. Make your yes. Make yourself some seven. Totally. Do do whatever you need to do. (gasps) Oh, that sounds good. Can you, cousin Mark? Can you put up a seven layer (laughs) recipe in the show notes? Yep. (laughs) Layer one is gummy bears. (laughs) Two Mountain Dew. <laughs> Three Lady Gaga cookies. <laughs> Four yeah. different dots from Gilligan's Pier. <laughs> oh man, Core Brothers! And then you light it on fire. You guys, you're the we are the ice cream boys. Remind me again, so before we sign off. From this epically special episode where we were joined by Cousin Frank. I'm sure you'll be back on future episodes, hopefully, if you have oh, a good hey. 
As many times as you'll have me, I'll be a person. <laughs> you were a delight. Um, you're, you guys, um, you guys have just grown up together, and somehow along the way, you got the name, the nickname, Ice Cream Boys, and I think <laughs> it had to do with Ocean City, yeah. New Jersey. So, or Iron Hill Brewery, but close enough. Oh, okay. I mean, Sorry. so when we go to Ocean City, we always get Core Brothers ice cream. Shout out. Uh, please sponsor us. Yes. Yeah, Would Johnny I'm, be good? I'm not, I will I trash the cool, other yeah. one if one of them one of them wants to sponsor us. <laughs> First one to come... <laughs> Mark can be Mark's soul can be bought. <laughs> I will invest immensely yeah. in either one of you. I got a, got a lot this of game is, stuff. I mean, on me. This whole episode. <laughs> so anyway, so we would always get ice cream, boys. and one day we were at the Iron Hill Brewery, um, in Fox. Chase and okay, <laughs> yes, of course. Shout out to Iron and there was, of and, course, and, you want to sponsor. And I think my mom was deciding desserts for everyone, and she saw the brownie, and she was like, "Oh, this comes with ice cream. You boys will like it. You like ice cream, <laughs> which we do." <laughs> but it had never been said to us quite like that. <laughs> you you guys were never really singled right. out. It never occurred to cream. either of us. Like more than Not more than any cream. other person. <laughs> yeah, like you get ice cream down the shore. <laughs> but... So then you became known throughout the family then and as there. the ice cream boys. Which kind of... <laughs> Like it could have been a boy band. We were yeah, like, right then and there, we were like, "Yep, that's us, the Ice Cream Boys." <laughs> <laughs> and that, that really stuck, and that's uh, a scoop on that. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, with the cherry on. Are you top. sure about that? I'm so. I I'm so. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and on that note are we um we're gonna cone it out we touch on i think we touched on everything that was you know really a burning yeah. topic that um, we all wanted to get oh, through next week should we save this for next week Next week, we will be joined by Cousin... And, and Cousin Heather. Yeah. And Cousin... Heather. And I was... Together, they are um, a, an interior design power couple. And so we're going to get into some creative yeah. home decor tips And we will with them. talk about that and more. And also Joe Biden's dogs. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're going to put the dogs on for next week and the fact that in America you don't mm-hmm. need to know something. You just have to have a strong opinion about it. <laughs> we're going to delve into those topics. This and more on <laughs> next week's <or> Space Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, Frank, thank you so much for joining us. You're a, ever a delight and an insightful human oh mashed potatoes and gravy thank you so much for having me yeah thank you so much frank for coming um and and we're gonna leave it to mark to uh all right um sign us off so people wear a mask wash your hands and we love you